Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. My name is Daniel Lim, and I'm here with Todd Atkins. What? You know what? Thank you for letting me do that intro. It, it felt like new churches again. <laughs> <laughs> except, except I didn't do a long. What? That's right. And then every time you intro and I come in, I feel like I'm back on the five leadership questions one because I just go, hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, dude, we have done so many episodes together. I know. Probably like so many. <laughs> over 500, I would <gasps> yeah, think. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Between all the podcasts, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. This one is the newest one. It's been really fun, actually, because like in the New Churches Q&A podcast, we hit one question at a time on that one. But this one is neat because we're broadening it out to all ministry leaders, not just church planners and campuses. So, yeah, yeah, it's fun. So today's question is, how do you balance running a church professionally but keep from people having the perception that it's too business-like. Now, don't tune out if you're like, if you've, if you've just been like, oh, why are we talking about this? Well, you know, the church is not a business. We're going to, you know, we're going to address all that. But it's an interesting question. How do you balance running a church professionally? I think, in other words, with excellence, but right. keep from, you know, people feeling like the perception is too business-like. <sighs> Well, I would say uh, there are two examples of a church leader in scripture. One is a shepherd, one is a steward. We do mm. see the shepherd more, I'll admit. Uh, and I'll also admit that I'm drawn more to the stewardship side mm. um, of that equation. However, I do think that it's important to recognize, you know, that, that both are there. And, you know, whether you go uh, parable of the talents or parable of the workers where, uh, you know, uh, you can apply those things um, to, to ministry as well. And um, I don't know, man, I, I, I just feel like there's an excellence issue to be, to be had at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, it's a stewardship issue to make sure that you're stewarding the resources that God's given you. Well, yes, that is financial and making sure that, you know, things stay, um, up to date in their repairs and maintenance and that kind of thing that we, it doesn't matter what size your church is. You still have an air conditioner probably. Um, uh, and, and different things like that roof, you know? Um, so there's that kind of element. Uh, but then there's also the stewardship of the people that God's given you under your care. And yeah. you have to consider that and doing, um, using them well, not wasting their time. Because if you do waste their time, they're going to go somewhere else these days. Mm. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I yeah. really feel like it's, it's a, it is a balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about that, that the role as a shepherd and a steward, I just think to my experience as a father, I mean, my eldest is now 12 years old. And as I think back to these last 12 years of fathering, there are different hats that I put on at different moments. Right. I love hanging out and playing with my kids. And now that my youngest loves video games, man, I love that because <laughs> <laughs> I loved video games growing up and no one would play with right. me. Like none of my siblings would play with me. Right. So I love, I love playing video games with him and I love hanging out with my girls and I love all the different aspects of being a father. But 
when I am mowing the lawn or when I'm vacuuming the house or when I'm saying, no, I can't play with you because I'm helping mommy cook dinner or no, I can't because we need to go shopping at Costco and I'm doing all of the more responsible, boring sides of fathering and parenting and adulting. That doesn't, it doesn't change the fact that I love them. It doesn't change the fact that I'm a father. I'm just fathering them indirectly in a different way. Cause I don't, you know, I, I, I don't want them to be living in their dust and their filth, <laughs> right? right. I, I want them to be eating healthy. So in the same way to think, Oh, you know what? We're having a conversation right now on budgeting or we're having a conversation right now on which company should we hire to replace our roof or how should we expand this? Or you're going into more the administrative side or even the HR side of things to say that that's not. Yeah. Yeah. To separate that from the role of pastoring and the role of shepherding and the role of leadership, I think would be a false dichotomy. Right. Right. And, and, you know, even, um, even if you think about, uh, uh, oh, like, you know, priest, king, prophet, prophet, priest, king. I'm, there's other examples of, you know, what the, uh, modal melody, harmony, whatever it looks like as a pastor. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, I'm not promoting modalism. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, Todd, it's interesting. We, just this past week, uh, we gathered our staff together and we shared the results of our of, of a survey, an annual survey that we do as a church called the Best Christian Workplaces Institute Survey. Right? No, this is not a commercial for them. <laughs> uh, it is a it is a great organization. They do great work. But I, I when I shared with it, I, when I shared the results with the team this week, I was like, hey guys there's there's qualitative research and there's quantitative research and there's a sense of our culture and what the culture feels like as a church yes you know we 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 are a church but there's an organizational side to it because you guys are all getting paid and there's the business quote unquote business side to it as well. So, so the reason like you might, so, so the reason we do surveys like that one is because it gives us a broader sense of what's going on and the broader sense of our health and our culture and, and how we're doing to be a, a healthy place to serve Jesus to to work in to 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 steward the resources that have been entrusted to us and et cetera et cetera et cetera going down the line and and I said that because I was like guys because if we're not careful the circle that we're in the the silo that you might be in the the department that you might be in that might be your only perception of what's going on but it's right. way broader than that so the beauty of a survey like this is yes you're doing quantitative research but you're also doing the qualitative side of having a safe and anonymous place anonymous place where we can sense okay what are the things that we need to grow in so honestly you know doing a survey like that could feel very business like going back to the question because right. it is a nonprofit organization and there's lots of questions you know even from the sense of you know would your friends would you recommend these services of your organization to your friends like worship is a service no 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 no, it's not but so it could feel that way when you're taking the survey right but how are you then 
sharing about it? How are you then posturing it? Because for us, I was like, hey, how do we be a place? And these are our leadership virtues on our team. How can we become a place where we are healthy, humble and hungry? Right. And, and that's why we do things like this. So it's it's the why. Yeah. Going back to the why. I think it's really interesting because, um, you know, and people listening to this are going to say, oh, Todd, you're getting too business like. But, you know, you could in some senses say your role as a church leader is to create and cultivate culture that yeah. reflects Jesus. Yeah. So so um, because culture is ultimately shared behavior. Now, we typically as pastors are more given to the poetry part of mm. leading the church than the plumbing part. Yep. Um, the poetry part is easy for us. That's where we can, you know, talk about the vision and we can, you know, preach the vision. We can uh, tell great stories. We can, you know, even have uh, a great strategy. But at the end of the day, you also need the structure and the systems and and, and all of that. Uh, you need the plumbing <laughs> um, it, because that's what delivers on the dream uh, that mm. you just set forth. And so as a, uh, a pastor, I, I think it's important for us to understand it's not sacrificing, you know, good ministry on the altar of excellence. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're, we want everything to go so well on Sunday morning that, you know, we're hiring uh, people versus developing people all of that. That's not what this is. Uh, this is about, I'm saying paying attention to those elements is yeah. important, not for the sake of excellence, but for the sake of bringing God's glory through the people that you're developing to a higher and higher and higher level, um, of, of service. And I don't know, uh, excellence. Yeah. Yeah. So now having said that you could, completely get rid of this question and not have to deal with any of this sense of the quote unquote professional management business like perception. Like you could actually rid yourself of that entire dynamic, right? If right. you don't take a salary, if you volunteer your time as a bivocational pastor, and if you remain small, and remain without much hierarchy and structure. Cause in that way, it's like, yeah, you know, I am discipling 12 people, right? I am discipling 20 people. And there's, there's a sense of, okay, we are a house church. Um, we're not going to take donations. We're not going to, you know what I'm talking about? Like you could actually, you, you could in a sense do that and get rid of that entire dynamic. But if, if you want to multiply yourself and you want to leverage the resources of your congregation and multiply that in ways, and if, and if people are beginning to be paid and you are a not-for-profit and you are issuing tax receipts and you're doing, and you're beginning to manage other people and all this stuff, you can't get away from the quote unquote professional side of it because that's going exactly right to the beginning of the podcast that's stewardship right so so if you are listening in and you're like yeah but i hate all that i just want to focus on the poetry side then you know what find someone you're not supposed to do everything yourself anyway find someone else who loves the plumbing side right yeah. god has gifted you in this way find someone like a todd adkins who loves the other side <laughs> right <laughs> 
right? Partner with them because it's not supposed to be all about you anyway. Let them lead in those ways and and co-lead in that manner. Man. All right. And so how do you feel like we've done so far? Is there, is there any other practical uh, thing that, that we need to address here? Yeah, I would honestly, I would say, I would say if you have a follow-up question and if there's like men, Todd and Daniel, I get it, but y'all got to go deeper on this or what about this? And there's like this follow-up question that you're just, Maybe it's not burning on your heart, but you're like, yeah, but what about that? You know what? Before you forget, just send us a message on social media, right? Send us a message at Todd Atkins or at Daniel Sangi, S-A-N-G-I, or leave a rating and review on, on, you know, Apple podcasts or share on social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just do any of that. Send us a question and we would love to, we'll refer back to this one, but then we'll actually answer that question and keep it moving forward. I do have one more practical thing for you that we'll drop in the show notes. And that is, um, I did a, a quadrant that was, uh, poetry and plumbing. So, mm-hmm. you know, where do you fall on the scale? Are you a, a doer or a developer? Are you a dreamer or a drifter? Because, like for instance, if you're all poetry and no plumbing, then you're dreaming, man. <laughs> like yeah. you're, you're, you may be, uh, you may be great, um, preaching your heart out up there and and casting vision left and right, and you can't figure out why it's not going anywhere, not working. And I would say, hey, man, you, you, you need to address the other side of this. So um, we'll make sure that we do that. And like Daniel said, if you have follow up questions. Um, please send those there and don't forget to uh, leave us a rating or review somewhere. Most importantly, do that with a friend. Thanks for listening.